Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Okay, let's see if we can get through an episode without the dogs going nuts. <laughs> it's worth a shot. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I've been binging a ton of TV shows lately. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. we were just talking about Virgin River. Yeah. I would like to hear from everyone who, which partner you would choose for yourself yes, in the show. Yes, we were discussing this. Yes, agreed. Yeah, out of all the, uh, whatever, female, male characters, who would you choose as a as a life, a life partner? And if it's not Doc, why? <laughs> <laughs> I... Hundred percent agree. <laughs> I didn't think that Jamie would agree with me, but I basically said, "I mean, Tim Matheson, come on." And yes, she, please. she was like, "Yes, definitely." <laughs> so we're we're on the same page. If you agree, please let us know. Yeah. Um, and if not, again, we would like to know which which who you would choose because there's quite a quite a few characters. There's a few of them. Just there's a few, a few characters that yes. make up the show. So, what else have you been binging? Um, so, I had previously watched um, seasons one and two of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but not three and four. And I know the fourth one came out recently. So, I watched season three, and then last night I started season four. Okay. How are you liking four so far? Um, it has more of like a... Have you, seen, have you watched all of them? It yes, has, I have. It has more of, oh yeah, you were nodding, and I just like went on as if people could see your nod. It has more of like a like scary yeah. horror bent than like a gross horror, um, which I can't say I love the grossness of Stranger Things. It's my right. least favorite thing about it. Right. But I also am not a scary movie person. Like, But you're not scared, right? No, I'm not scared. It's not but scary. But I don't like it. I agree with you because I'm... We're the same like, in I don't, that respect. I don't do scary movies. No. And there was a few times, especially the first scene where you really see Vecna, I I kept my head down. Yeah. Because I, I was wasn't like, sure oh. and it was nighttime and Michael and I were watching it. And if I watch anything scary, especially right before I go to bed, like, I, I know. I, I texted, it messes with me and then I can't sleep. I texted PJ and I was like, um... I don't know if I can watch season four at night, <laughs> but then I kept going and it, it's if not If you're going bad. and it was fine. Yeah. Like it, after you get through the initial part of that, of Vecna, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, I'm not. Who looks kind of like um, a White Walker from Game of he Thrones. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. yeah. And they said that, because um, I read into it a little bit, that they based him off of Freddy Krueger. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see Freddy. A White, a white Walker. They listed a couple different okay. ones. That's and it made sense. Like the you know, the culmination of, like, his character and the way that he looked um, was based off a different horror. But, um, yeah, so I know you just started, but I will say that I liked season four. Okay. No, it's it's good so yeah, far, for good. sure. And then, but I thought season three was really solid. Like, really yeah. good. I can't remember. It was the mall. Yes. And okay. the Russians. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Billy. And, yeah, and yeah. Billy. Um, 
And then I also started <laughs> binging a lot of TV. I also started watching um, For All Mankind on Apple TV Plus. And it's like an alternate history kind of thing if the space race had continued. Mm, okay. So like in the very, very first episode, the Russians beat the U.S. to the moon. In real life, obviously, we get to the moon first. Right. No, I have something <laughs> to ask you in a second. Okay. And so it's like, well, they got there first. And so we're just constantly trying to one-up each other, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- I have finished the first two seasons. I was in the middle of the third, and I like went to watch the next episode and didn't realize that they're still releasing them. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so um, my question is, yes. is that the movie? I mean, is that the series with Michael Dorman? Is Michael Dorman a character in that mo- in that show? Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. Okay, so, so let did me look you ever up. watch Patriot? No. On Prime? Hold oh. on, let me hold on, let me look okay. him up. Michael. So Patriot is probably Mike one of Michael and I's favorite shows ever. Okay. I think Michael would say it's his favorite show or like one of his very, very top shows. Yes, Michael Dorman. <sighs> okay. I love Michael Dorman. <laughs> He's really, really great in okay, For All Mankind. Well, in Patriot, which is a fantastic show on Prime. I think it only has either one season or two seasons, and they decided not to extend it, and, like, it's a fantastic show. And it wrapped up okay, but, like, it would have been pretty cool to see another season of it. Hmm. Um, he is wonderful, and he sings in it. Like, he makes... He, he sings okay, in, he, like, one or two episodes. So Michael and I have saved on i don't know youtube or whatever some of the songs from the show and after we watched the show we went on a road trip and we would just like listen to them and just laugh because they're really funny like they're i don't know if they're totally supposed to be funny they're kind of supposed to be funny and they're dark and they're you know like dark humor they're just so good because not only are they amusing his he voice has such a good voice is wonderful yeah oh man he's great okay and i've I saw that he had a show out, and it's I was like, I want to watch that, excellent. But, and I thought that was the name of it. Excellent. Okay. Highly recommend. Okay, well, I'm going to tell Michael this yeah. is our next show. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, and the only other one is <clears throat> My Guilty Pleasure, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Well, um, since you are into Apple TV, have you seen the previews for Severance? So I haven't seen the previews. I've read a little bit about it, and I really want to watch it. Okay, it's fantastic. Okay. It is so good. It's so good. I don't even know. It's it's also a dark comedy. Yeah. Um, I think the director is Ben Stiller. Okay. I didn't um, realize that. But um, it's Adam Scott. Yeah. Is the main character. Yeah. And he's fantastic. Um. It's just, it's so interesting and it's such an, it's such a new, fresh idea. Like the thought That's of it is so interesting. That's how it seemed so when I was reading about it. Yeah. And at first, when you get through probably the first two episodes, you're still kind of like, what? Especially the first episode. You're like, what's going on? Like, I'm so confused. And then it just gets really I bad. will also say as a warning, it took me a good three to four episodes before I was fully invested in For All Mankind. Okay. Because it's a lot of characters, a lot going on. It's alternate history, so you're trying to like relearn 
the world that they're living in. So it's a, it's a lot going on at first. Okay. But once you kind of hit that mark where you understand and you know everybody and you're into it, like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm definitely, that's going to be our next one. Because right now we're just kind of, when a new episode of Only Murders in the Building comes out, we watch it. But it's not uh, my favorite I show. I quit that one. I really like Steve Martin and I like Martin Short and I like them together. Um, but it just didn't do anything for me. It's okay. I think we're, he and I are not really excited about it, but we watch it because it's decent. And, yeah. you know, we don't right now don't have anything else go, watch it, going on that we're watching because um, we just finished Severance. Um, and I will say guilty pleasure for me. Uh, the newest season of um, Southern Charm comes out. New episode every Thursday night. Yeah. It's so good. I never watched <clears throat> Southern Charm. Southern Charm is probably my favorite. And then I would say Vanderpump Rules after that. And I quit watching that too. I used to watch Vanderpump Rules, yeah. like the first two seasons. I would say Vanderpump Rules. I don't. I didn't watch the last season. Honestly, it's more Southern Charm and um, Summer House. Well, I would like to propose, because the last episode of For All Mankind ended on such a cliffhanger, that we just end this episode and I'm just going to go watch that instead. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Bye. And- <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. (laughs) Instead, let's talk about books. Oh, is that what this podcast is about? Yeah. It's not about TV shows? I mean, you know, it can be whatever we want it to be about, I think. Uh, Okay. We can talk about books. Okay. It's your turn to go first this week. So um, my book recommendation is Dream On by Angie Hockman. Um, I've actually done an Angie Hockman book before, uh, recommended Shipped. Ah, Yes. Um, I liked this one more. Oh, good. So this one just came out a few weeks ago. Um, it is about Cass Walker. So she just graduated from law school. She received, um, a job at a very prestigious law firm in Cleveland. She's super excited. She graduates. The night she graduates, she gets in a car accident. Whoa. Um, she's in a coma for... I was going to say, is she dreaming? Yeah, she's in a coma for a few weeks. And when she wakes up, her mom and her best friend are at her bedside. Um, they tell her, you know, we're going to get the doctor. You've been in a coma for the last, I don't know, it's like two, two, three weeks, something like that. And um, she asks, where's Devin? And they're like, we don't know who Devin is. And she was like, yeah, yeah my boyfriend, Devin, where is he? No, did she dream him up? <laughs> And they're just like, sweetheart, like, you don't have a boyfriend. And she's like, yes, I do. Like, I have a boyfriend named Devin Bloom. Like, where is he? And they were just like, you don't have a boyfriend. And so she has all of these memories of this man named Devin Bloom. She knows all these little details about him, where he grew up, that he broke his pinky when he was little, that like, just like crazy stuff that you you wouldn't know unless like you had a relationship with somebody sure um like you don't dream that even i don't dream that detailed no and i have very detailed dreams right (laughs) and so um she has it in her head that like this doesn't make any sense she even get when she goes through her phone she has no text messages from this person there's no one in her phone named devin um she, she looks back on her call history and they're trying to tell her look you know you, you obviously have been in a coma. This isn't unusual. 
Sometimes it's not unusual to just completely dream up a whole new person while you're in a coma. I think that they are trying to explain <laughs> it is that you know she had serious brain trauma, right? I get and it. that sometimes our minds play tricks on us. And but like, does she think that he was like? When does she think the relationship started? Like when so she, she was says, in law "I've school? only been I've only been dating him for a few months." So like to her, it makes a lot of sense. Maybe it makes sense that she maybe didn't tell her mom about him yet, or. You know, but she tells her friend everything. So she's right. like, Bree, you know, like my, you know, Devin, we've talked about Devin before. We've been dating for like three or four months. And she's like, no, I don't know. You don't have a boyfriend. Oh, no. Where's Devin? So she um, is an amateur artist. Like in college, she took some art classes and she's always loved art. And so she sketches and she has a sketchbook. And so she's over this past year since her coma, she's been like, secretly sketching pictures of Devin in this book because in her mind like she's like I can't get past this I just felt such a connection to him he doesn't exist like I feel like a psycho her friend finds her sketchbook and is like look like he doesn't exist you really have to move on with your life like you can't keep dwelling on this person that it doesn't exist in real life. It's really not good to be in love with someone who's not real, like, right. say, a character in a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so um, she is actually going to be a summer intern at the law firm that she originally received a job at because she had to take time off. She had to recuperate from her injuries. Um and they have taken her on as a summer associate to see how things go and then with the idea that they would offer her a permanent position after the summertime. Okay. And, and to make sure that she's still able to... <laughs> function, function after her traumatic brain injury. Right. So she's really excited to be able to get back into her profession and what she's been working towards. And um, she's walking down the street one day um, and she sees a little flower shop and she's like, I'm going to go get some flowers. I think it's like the first day after she started the summer job. So she walks into the store. <clears throat> it's called Blooms and Bobbles. And um, I love cute little names like that. Yeah. And I'm always like, what? Like, they just always have such cute store names in yeah, books. A, why don't we have them in real life? Like cute names like that. Some do, but like why don't we have more? And B, if there is a cute name for a like a bookstore in a book, I'm like, oh, I want to name my bookstore that, but I can't because it was in a book. <laughs> I wonder if there are other places where these these stores exist and we just don't have a lot where we are. Maybe. Like more like quaint little towns. I was going to say, I imagine them in like little small towns. Yeah. And like the bakery has a cute name, and the grocery. Has I feel like a there's some. There's got to be places like that in New Orleans, right? Maybe in like the Marini or something. Yeah, I don't know. I anyway, don't know. I didn't mean to. Sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> she goes into Blooms and Bobbles, and um, the guy behind the counter, he's not like the cutest guy in the whole world, but he's a good-looking guy, and he starts talking with her, and he asks, you know, what she's looking for and she's like I don't know I'm just you know looking around he's like well let me you know let me can I make something for you like an arrangement and he's the owner and so he's kind of flirting with her and she really hasn't allowed herself to even be in the realm of of, of flirtation with a guy since her um accident and since she's still in her mind trying to get over this Devin guy um this figment of her imagination and so the guy kind of asks her out, but he does it in like a subtle way that 
she's like, wait, is he asking me on a date? And before she can say anything, and she's in her mind like, I should go out with this guy. Like, I should just do it. I have nothing just holding me back. Shot. I should just give it a shot. Um, she hears someone in the back of the store in the office talking on the phone. And she's like, God, that voice sounds really familiar. My skeptical look <laughs> on my face right now. Please continue okay. and tell me that it's Devin okay. in the back of the shop. So she just, she pauses and the guy's, the, you know, the guy that's talking to her, the owner of the store is like, um, ma'am, you know, are you okay? And the guy comes out from the back. He doesn't even look in their direction. He just says, hey, I'm going to deliver, the, you know, the such and such order. I'll be back later. But she gets a clear view of him, but he never looks up. And it's Devin. Okay. <laughs> She faints. Okay. In the store. And when she wakes up, the guy, the owner, is there and she's like, Devin? And he's like, No, figures you would call Devin's name or something like that. And then Yikes. he's like, he's like, Are you okay? But you can tell he's a little weird about it. And she's like, Is Devin is Devin here? And he's like, Devin's my brother. He just <gasps> left to go run an errand. Like, he'll be back later. And then she starts telling him just like spewing all this stuff and so she sounds crazy and so the guy thinks that she came on purpose to try to see Devin and Devin has been through like some crazy stuff with an ex-girlfriend and so this guy's like look you just need to get out of the store he's not interested you sound crazy like please leave him alone and she's like no you don't understand I was in a coma you don't understand he's the love of my life she tells him all this stuff so he's like she's cuckoo cuckoo you know like she was in a coma she thought that she he was her boyfriend he's not her boyfriend she doesn't even really know who he is so anyways like crazy stuff so one of her, so she goes back to her apartment and tells her best friend, I, I ran into Devin. Like he, he, he's real. He works at this Blooms and Bobbles store and his last name isn't Bloom. She got Bloom from Blooms and Bobbles. It's like, it's some, I don't even remember, Safransky or something like super. <laughs> Safransky. It's something like that. Uh, I can't even remember what it is. Um so her friend is like, what What are you talking about? And she doesn't believe her. She's like, maybe he just looks like him. You know, and she's like, no, like I'm telling you it was him. Well, their mutual friend, Marcus, comes in to the house because they're all going to, I think like a bar to get drinks or something. And her sketchbook is out on the table. And he was like, oh, it's Devin. He's like, why are you, why are you drawing Devin, whatever the guy's last name is. And she was like, you know this guy? And he was like, yeah, we play softball together. Um, you know, and he was like, and she brings up all the blooms and baubles and he's like, yeah, yeah, his brother owns it. His brother Perry owns it. He doesn't actually work there. He's just been helping out. And so she goes through this whole thing about the, the coma, all this stuff. He doesn't think she's crazy because he's known her since they were little and, you know, they're really good friends. And so she's like, can you set up a meeting? Like, can you invite him tonight to the bar so I can talk to him? So he invites him to the bar. He walks in. He start. They actually start flirting with each other. Well, Perry comes in after, and Perry's like, "That girl, that's the crazy girl I told you about that came in earlier." <laughs> um, so, anyways, she somehow gets to recount this story to him, and she ends up telling him these little facts about him that she wouldn't know, and he slowly starts to believe her because the facts are real, right? And, 
Um, they start dating. Then she has like this whole stuff with work and like she has like a nemesis at work who is also in the um, summer program and they're kind of vying for the same position. And um, you really kind of see how things start playing out. And then there's a love triangle situation that happens as well. And so we start, she, she slowly starts to remember things and then the story kind of implodes somewhat. Okay. Interesting. But like, what would you do if you woke up from a coma and you thought you had a relationship and everyone's telling you that the person doesn't exist and a year later you run into them? (laughs) Well, my first, before the, and a year later you run into them, what I was going to say was like, I have such vivid dreams that I think that I and everyone around me would believe that I had just 100% concocted this person and relationship and time period in my mind. And we'd all just be like, well, that's just the way Jamie's brain works. (laughs) Um, Now, if I met them in real life, yeah, I probably would faint, to be honest. Like, that would be quite shocking. Yeah. So it was a really good, I mean, it was cute. I will say it was a tad bit corny at times, which I didn't like as much. But I liked the idea of the story and the premise and the characters. Yeah. It's a fun concept. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be one of those situations where, you know, when she goes to sleep, she's with her boyfriend and when she wakes up. But yeah. Okay. Like the two lives of Lydia Bird. Right. Um, All right. I have yet to read Angie Hawkman, but I will give her a try. I have been reading several other books that you recommended. Really? I, I read The Husbands. Okay. Thoughts? Um... It was fine. Okay. You know? Yeah. Obviously, my theory was wrong, but... (laughs) The ending, though. Yeah, the ending. I didn't text you about it, but when I posted on Instagram that I was reading The Husbands, um, Addie's friend Elizabeth messaged me and was like, oh, I've been wanting to talk to somebody about this book. So as soon as I finished, I messaged Elizabeth, and I was like, hey, let's talk about it. Oh, great. And we were, cool. we were both like, so the ending is what we thought it was, right? So, But I liked like the very, very ending. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I was like, that's the really The very, very, very ending yes. is what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what I read, oh, I started today, I started The Dead Romantics. Okay. So, and I, I'm enjoying that so far. Okay. Um, my book yes. that I'm telling you about is called Where the Rhythm Takes You by Sarah Das or Das, I don't know, D-A-S-S. Okay. Do it that what you will. So this was one of the picks on the Modern Mrs. Darcy Summer Reading Guide that, you know, I look at religiously every yep. year. I haven't, like, been as into that this year for some reason as I have in years past, but I did, pr- like, print out... They, she does, um, towards the end, she does a page of, like, every cover of the book. And they're in, like, color-coded, you know, rainbow color order. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had printed that out, and I just kind of X them off as I'm reading them. This one, um, in particular, is a debut novel. I didn't know until after I finished it that it was inspired by Jane Austen's Persuasion. Okay. Which I've never read, so I wouldn't have known that it was <laughs> inspired by that anyway. But... That was part of the description, so you get to know that too. Okay. Um, so it takes place in Tobago, 
like Trinidad and Tobago, um, which I thought was just a fun setting to start with. We have a family friend who's from Trinidad. I've like when he goes and visits Trinidad, I see these beautiful photos on Facebook and everything. And I, you know, I would love to go visit those two islands. Um, and I just think the culture is so cool there. So, um, so that was really fun reading about that culture. So we have Raina. She's 17. She works at um, an, a resort called the Plumeria. And it's her mom's place. Like, okay. it's her mom's hotel, resort, whatever it's called. Um, and she's, so she grew up at this place. Unfortunately, her mom passed away a couple years ago. So she's kind of been trying to keep it alive and keep it running, even though her mom's not still around. And her dad's kind of like, that, like, that wasn't his thing. He had a whole other life and job. And when her mom died, it was kind of like, okay, we got to keep this going for her. Um, but he's not super into it. He's just doing it just because it's still there and it's still a family business that they own and whatever. Um, but Raina loves the place. There's this, um, there's this gazebo on the grounds that she just has so many memories of. And I think it's like where her parents got married, but it's falling down and it's like just coming apart. And some of the other, like the manager there is like, calling in construction companies behind her back to tear it down and she finds out and she's like no this is my home this is my place you can't do this to me like she has such a connection to it um but then this um very popular famous musical group it's like a little boy band of three guys called dj bacchanal uh comes to stay at their resort she can't stand DJ Bacchanal. She, their music comes on. She's like, no, no, you turn that off. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. So, like, oh, okay, what, what's going on there? Well, DJ Bacchanal rents out the, like, cottage on the ground. So nobody ever stays at the cottage. It's expensive. It's a lot of upkeep. Nobody ever stays there. But DJ Bacchanal comes in, rents out the cottage. They bring these two sisters who are kind of like groupies or kind of just like friends of the friends of the guys. Okay. They're all staying there. And it turns out that one member of DJ Bacchanal is named Aiden. And um, he and Raina have a past. Oh. So and, that's why she doesn't like them. Yep. That's why when DJ Bacchanal comes on the radio, she's like no thank you she doesn't want to hear it she doesn't want anything to do with them but Aiden is coming to stay and you know that they have a past and you know that obviously something went wrong but you don't know what it is so they're staying in the house kind of like you know doing their own thing and then the two sisters who know that Aiden and Raina were friends previously, but don't know that they dated and okay. went things went wrong. Right. Are like, oh, it would be so fun if we hired Raina to just like be our tour guide for the couple of weeks that we're here. And Raina's like, no, no, I'm good. I, look, I've got to work. I've got to work here at the Plumeria. I really can't help you. But her dad is like, oh, no, that would be so fun. You go do that. We don't need you here. We're good for two weeks. You, you go do the tour guide thing. You'll have a ton of fun. So he sends her off against her will. And um, she plans some things for them and goes on trips. And you can tell that there's tension between her and Aiden. Um, 
and obviously you don't know what it is until later in the book, but it was um, just a fun, like obviously it's YA and it's a little, not childish, but it's obviously very different than reading an adult romance. Right. Um, Which to be honest, when I first started it, I thought I was reading an adult romance because I never read what the book is about. And um, it was talking about, like, her working at this hotel. And she seemed like she was in a managerial position. Like, she owned the place, you know? And I'm like, okay, so she's in, like, her 20s, 30s. And they're like, you're only 17, Raina. And I was like, wait, what? She she what now? (laughs) Um, But the the narrator of the audiobook does, like, a toboggan accent. I don't know if that's how you say it, but I'm going with it. Uh, so that was really fun. It's yeah. kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Got you in that hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Very cool. Yeah, it was enjoyable. You know, not like the best book I've ever read or anything right. like that. But it was cute and it was light and fun. That's and how mine was. Yeah. It was cute and light and fun. Exactly. Yeah. And you get to learn a little bit about another culture. That's very cool. And stuff like that, which yeah. I always love. So... Um, so side note, I know we briefly, I don't know if, it, I don't think it was on the episode, but we talked about um, Hotel Nantucket yes. last time. So um, We talked about that after the episode. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So just, I'm not going to go into a recommendation, but I will say that I do like it. It's good. I mean, it's it's very her. Yeah. And it's not my, so it's not my, it's Ellen Hildebrand. Right. Um, and I read pretty much everything that she writes. And I I do really like it. It's not my favorite of hers. Um, but what I was telling Jamie is that um, I did a recommendation on Golden Girl, which came out last year. And I really liked it. This also has a supernatural aspect to it, which I wasn't crazy about. And it's okay. That part of it's okay. I see how it ties and, like, how it helped the story. But, um, yeah, solid read. Okay, good Just, to know. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously going to read it because it's Ellen Hildebrand. Right. But. It was good. Yeah. You'll like it. I mean, it's it's good. It's good like this tea. Yes. Do you like it? I do. Do you? Yum. I like it a lot. It's similar to the one we had last week. It is. Week. Um, it's more cinnamon forward than the other one, in my opinion. I disagree. Okay. I disagree, but. Um, so this is another one from the tea shop in Barcelona. And so I can't read this, all of this, these Spanish words. I can read one of them. I know that manzana means apple, but let let me get my phone to translate the rest of it for us. So it's a, it's a red tea. Okay. Which I didn't know was a thing until I went to the tea shop and she was like these are red teas these are white teas these are black teas and I was like red teas what but um so this is authentic praline with pu'er red tea I don't know carob apple hazelnut cinnamon chicory and flowers you okay. taste all that I don't <laughs> I don't know if I got apple the one Spanish word that I knew I don't know if I get praline either. It's good. It's for sure good. I just ate a praline earlier, actually. Okay. And I no, I can't say that it tastes like a praline, but it tastes delicious. It tastes delicious. I think I liked last week's a little slightly better. Oh, I like this one a little bit better. Hmm. hmm. 
It's this one is like um, smoother to me. I don't know. I think like we need to do a taste test. <laughs> we should, yeah, do both of them so we can decide which one's better. Um, but they're both really delicious. Yeah, I agree. I'm a fan. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Would recommend. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Um, well, I just finished Hotel Nantucket right. on the way over here. Um, so oh, so like just, mm-hmm. just finished. Yeah, I do have, what I have up next is um, A Touch of Darkness by Scarlet St. Clair is what I have next. Okay. I don't know. It was, it's like based on a Greek mythology uh, story. Not my fave. I like Greek mythology, but um, I had actually put it in my... Libby holds a long time ago, and then I never ended up being able to read it, and then it came back around, but I'm actually, you know, I only have a few days left, so I don't know. We'll see if I decide <laughs> to read it this time or not. What about you? Oh, wait, side note. I am also reading The Inheritance of Archida Divina right now, too. Okay. I, I had to stop because I was, I couldn't fully get into it. It's interesting, but I was... I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I'm only like not even halfway through, so I'm not sure if I will continue this journey or not. (laughs) Okay. So I started The Dead Romantics earlier today. I'm like a quarter of the way in that. I'm also in the middle of a portrait, not a portrait, portrait of a thief. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can't, that one's also from the summer reading guide, and I just, I'm not super into it, so I'm holding off on that one. Yeah. And at the same time as Dead Romantics became available earlier this morning, I also got upgraded by Blake Crouch. And I couldn't decide which of those two to read. And I went with Dead Romantics because I felt like I was going to have to pay more attention to the Blake Crouch book and I was at work. So I was like, I'll save that one. But I'm really excited for that too. So I also started, and it's still in my Libby, um, I started Weather Girl. Mm -hmm. But... After listening to, like, the first 10 minutes, I wasn't into it, so I stopped. Yeah, that one wasn't my favorite. I do love Rachel and Solomon. I've liked her other books, but that one... I don't know that it's something I'm going to continue for right now. Yeah. it it. I wasn't super into it either. I listened to it while I was in Spain, and it was just okay for me. Yeah. But... So... Well, we have lots of reading to do, obviously, <laughs> but more immediately, I have several TV show episodes to watch. Yes, definitely. And I have a new show to tell Michael that we need to start watching tonight. Yes. Okay. I can't wait to hear okay. what you think about that. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Ink Drinkers Pod. Cheers! Cheers.